What's up, everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Arlington, Virginia, in the heart of Arlington County. Of course, we are broadcasting in Clarendon again today for episode number 98. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, of course, to my right, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? It's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's a day after St. Patrick's but it's Day. But the, the, I think a lot of celebrations are happening today for St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, you've got your uh, Ireland New Balance uh, shirt on, so Just like all, of, all the New Balance athletes have been wearing their uh, Team Ireland stuff, nice. too. So, you know, I, want, I wanted to do the same thing as the rest of the team. Well, you had a, he had a good run this morning. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all of our running. But before we do all, all of that, we're going to get to our other co-host to my left, of course. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? So... St. Patrick's Day is now like Joanna's birthday. We have to celebrate it for a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did we celebrate my birthday for a week? Uh, Actually, we celebrated it, my birthday for a month. <laughs> that's true. That was a that was a big birthday for Docs. Uh, um, twenty three. Twenty three is always big two three always big. Uh, but yeah, St. Patrick's Day has come and gone. It's uh, been a unique St. Patrick's Day this year because of the snow on the ground. Uh, I was away. For, for most of, of the big snowstorm of 2017, mm-hmm. Me too. So we were both away. Maybe we'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit about... Uh, I think I missed that too. There was a big snowstorm? <laughs> well, according to Relatively all the... Relatively speaking. Yeah, re- yeah. And according to all the prognostications of the weather people, oh. it was uh, it was going to be a big storm, but... I think it fell a little flat, but we can uh, we could talk about uh, that because I think you were the only one here for it. Uh, and while Docs and I were gone... Of course, you led the Like Father, Like Son book tour event that happened at Wilson High School. We want to talk plenty about that because I gave you a hard time uh, last week. and You tried to jinx her. Tried to, <laughs> tried to make her nervous. But I think you acquitted yourself uh, very nicely from what I've, what I've seen and heard. So we'll talk uh, about that event. Uh, we're almost to episode 100. This is episode 98. I mean, what is the Pace the Nation Nation going to do for us for episode 100? Farley, what do you call the 100th episode? Ooh, this is a good one. Good mm-hmm. question. Um, I think it's it's centennial, your centennial uh, anniversary. That's correct. Is it? Uh-huh. Okay. And, and what do we celebrate the centennial with? Is there some sort of like you get, uh, I don't know, you get uh, silver one anniversary. Isn't and silver 25? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You, you guys are going to have to help me are out Are there here. people who have celebrated 100 years of marriage? You don't just celebrate marriage, Joanna. Oh. There's other celebrations. Yeah, I don't think so. You're right. I actually was thinking about a marriage celebration of 100 years, but that mm-hmm. probably has never happened. I don't Now I'm curious. Didn't this, didn't this country celebrate its 100th anniversary? And our 200th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Finally, what was the 200th anniversary called? Uh, that was called the bicentennial. Yeah. Uh, You're on fire yeah, this I morning. Am. I am. And that vocab word? I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, I'm tr- trying to broaden to myself. Camp. That's where he <laughs> That's was. That's where I was, yeah. Well, we'll talk about uh, our 100th anniversary coming. Uh, we've got a listener who is uh, starting or, or becoming part of a podcast uh, that's new to him. So, And cool. we've, we've inspired that listener. I'm, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Uh, so we're not only inspiring people to run, we're inspiring people to start podcasts. Very mm-hmm. excited about that. A couple of in-the-news stories that 
just please stop sending them to me. I mean, seriously, I'm going to strangle the Twitter universe that keeps sending sending. That was your segment. Well, I, I, yeah, I know, but I, I just, if it's running related and, and it's a big story, trust me, I've heard it. Okay. Dude, get off your horse. <laughs> Keep sending them to him. All right. Well, we want to. It's it's you're you're such a jerk, man. Like people are thinking about you. They see it right. and they're like, "Oh, oh I gotta I like this." Yeah, I gotta make okay. sure that this is on pace. The nation. Well, we we, we, we want to get that. You don't want to discourage people right, from, will, from right, reaching prob- out to us. You're, you're if Farley right. strangles the Twitter universe, let me know and I'll strangle him. <laughs> well, we'll talk about those two in the news stories. Uh, again, jo- Docs and I were gone while Joanna was uh, holding down the fort at the uh, Like Father, Like Son event. We'll talk about where we were. Uh, a couple of super fans, a few super fans have reached out to us uh, this this uh, this past week. So we're going to uh, discuss them quickly. We've got a Joanna travel slash car update, and we've got our running update. And if you haven't noticed, it's just the host today. So that's why the agenda is mm-hmm. jammed packed, jam packed mm-hmm. today. With uh, a lot of good content, uh, Sans Guest. Sans Guest. Sans Shoe, Sans Guest. <laughs> That's right. There's no traditional symbol for the 100th wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. but the modern symbol for the 100th wedding anniversary is the 10 carat diamond for any of our fans who are thinking about <laughs> surprising us. Okay. Well, let's talk about this 100th episode that's coming up. Uh, I think we um, have decided on our guests. Should we let the audience know or we'll, we'll no okay. they, they have right. to be that'll surprised be, that'll be a surprise we've decided on our 100th guest uh so that that's going to be a big deal uh-huh um glad that docs is letting everybody know what to get us uh-huh well do you want to know what else the the 100th anniversary color uh is there is no anniversary color for this anniversary i don't know why they have this website <laughs> yeah uh for the 100th anniversary flower you guys know what that is? No. There is no flower. Correct. Okay. <laughs> this is so stupid. The b- bird of the 100th anniversary? Oh, the owl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that the color should obviously be orange. Okay. Uh, and the reason I'm trying to think of that for UVA Cavaliers, I, I don't know. Well, because all of the people that voted for the orange sweatshirts. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That, that got shot down. That's true. Yeah. And because we're not a Duke podcast. No, that's we're correct. definitely not a Duke podcast. Um, and uh, and so with the the ten carat diamond, is that one for all of us, or is that one each? <laughs> well, it'll be on a rotation. <laughs> no, uh, one each would be nice. Yeah, I agree. One, one each would be nice. So if you know uh, uh, someone who owns a jewelry store, or you own a why, jewelry store. Why just one? Well, yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I want to get a grill with ten carat diamonds <laughs> in it. A grill. One, yeah, one for each. One for each. If tooth you don't want a gr- if you don't know what a grill, yeah, it's it's for your teeth. Um, he was pointing to they're his like, teeth. They're like flashy dentures. Right, exactly. Not a, uh, not a, not a gas grill outside. No, flashy dentures. Which well, I have a be, flashy grill outside too. Would, Six burners. It would be hilarious to see uh, Docs in a grill. So yeah, if you're interested in, um, you know, giving us gifts, mm-hmm. uh, we're always open to that. We're open to that any episode, but certainly for the hundredth <laughs> episode. I'm like I'm like pleading is, for uh, people to give us something for this big big is, event. Is uh, somebody throwing us a hundredth anniversary party? Well, I I hope so. And and the reason I, I'm really it's going to be a surprise, so we don't want to talk about it too much. I, I'm really you know bringing this up and hammering it home because I think it would the hundredth show would come and gone have come and gone had we not brought it up. I think that people mm-hmm. really probably wouldn't have done anything. So we're mm-hmm. giving you two weeks notice. 
Uh, so br- come strong. Yeah, that's true. Come that's strong true. for the So hunt. is the hundredth episode our last one? Yeah. Well, some days I'm not sure whether the ninety eighth episode <laughs> is not our last one, but uh, I hope not. Uh, what are the chances? What do you, I mean? What what were the chances that we would get to uh, one hundred when we broadcasted uh, uh, almost two years ago? Uh, in in the room across the way here from Studio One A, what were the chances on on that day or over the last hundred uh, weeks? Yeah, because they have changed. The, 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 the odds are constantly changing. They are. There's a flipboard like at a train station. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, with with the updated odds of will this show continue? Yeah. Well, I'd say the odds were slim, but we have made it. So uh, props so, to props to us and props to the listeners. So are, are we gonna like cut this segment and play it on the hundredth anniversary, <laughs> right, or are we right. just gonna repeat right, well, let's ourselves? Move, let's or? move. Yeah, let's 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 move on. Um, I, I wanted to get into uh, Joanna and being at the Like Father Like Son event. So uh, it all kind of ties together some of the agenda items here. The snow was sort of a factor. Mm-hmm. Docs and I being out of town was sort of a factor, and of course you were hosting. Uh, this big event at Wilson High School last Monday night, uh, I gave you a hard time, tongue in cheek. I knew you'd do a great job, and it sounds like it, it just went. Uh, There's a revisionist history. <laughs> it, it sounds like it went, went really, really well. Were you nervous going into the the event? Um, you know, Coach always makes me a little nervous. Yes, he has a tendency to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, uh, surprising as maybe our listeners would find this, I actually get really nervous when I have to speak in front of people. So the thought of having to interview somebody who already kind of terrifies me in front of people, which terrifies me was, um, I'd say I was a little nervous before. Yeah. So there was no need for me to make you try to make you more nervous. (laughs) You were already significantly enough nervous. So. Or sufficiently enough nervous, I should say. Well, there's nothing that you can say that could get, in, get into Joanna's head because she doesn't respect you. That's true. That's, <laughs> good, that's a good point. <laughs> that's um, a good point. But uh, so how did the, the, the event well uh, go? It seemed to go really well. Yeah, it did. There was this like blizzard and the original, um, I guess, prediction was somewhere around like 12 inches. And then mm-hmm. closer and closer to Monday, it kept changing. And then some uh, weather forecasters were saying we might even only get an inch. Right. So I do think that the blizzard, in quotations, right. <clears throat> um, did keep some people away. But there was still a good crowd of people that came out to Wilson. Um, and, and I'm always like amazed at the access that you have to an Olympic gold medalist whenever Matthew does these events. Because he just shows up and people just mob him. And he's just just jumps right in. Like, and, and just he's he's totally fine with all the mobbing and engaging. And, oh, he, yeah. He yeah. loves it. And he'll he'll talk to anybody. He'll, he'll hop in pictures. He'll sign anything. Yeah. Um, so it, we actually started anything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us probably, some more. <laughs> probably anything. These are high. Most of them are high schoolers. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we did start a little late because it was difficult to extract Matthew from all of the the people. And and before we get into the the event, I I, I was thinking as I was I was in Florida at the time. Uh, you know, this snowstorm is going to be huge. And wasn't there? like a snowstorm last year or an ice storm where people were stuck on the beltway for five and six hours or something like that. So I was envisioning, you know, our audience going to the, uh, going to the event and being stuck five, six, seven, eight hours on the way home. Um, I did actually bring three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) Just in case. Yeah. And how many of them did you eat? I actually didn't eat any of them. None. Yeah. Cause it was, it was a non-event. You just threw them out? No, no, no. I, I ate them over the course of the week. Yeah. 
so it was basically the snow was just a non-event but i'm sure it, it seemed to scare some folks off unfortunately yeah and the the temperature dropped dramatically so i think some people are also worried about ice yeah yeah i hear you all right well the setup was uh you were the moderator uh mm-hmm. of after you you got the hordes of people off matthew you were the moderator between uh coach matthew uh, and maybe a little bit of Chris K, right? Yeah, we brought Chris K on, yeah. Who is is the ghostwriter for the book, Like Father, Like Son. Uh, you can get that book on Amazon. It's also in stores now at Pacers Running. Uh, so you can go in any of the, the, the Pacers locations uh, and buy the book. So you were the moderator, similar to what we did in Boston. Um, a little intimidated, but it went well. Like, what kind of questions were you <laughs> Um, yeah, so I actually, um, I, I did prepare, so I had note cards. I had more questions than I needed depending on, I had like multiple scenarios for how coach would take the first question Mm -hmm. and then where we would go from there. So, um, I wanted to talk. Was this like, you know, those books that you read when you were a kid and it says turn to page 68. That's that's basically, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I prepared for. Was that like a choose your own adventure type deal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like in Boston, we started with a video of Matthew winning gold in Rio. So, uh, we talked a little bit about Rio, but I really wanted to go back to the beginning of coach coach's Mm -hmm. life and um, growing up in the Bronx. So then we uh, talked about coach, how he got into running, how Matthew got into running. Um, We talked about college. uh, We talked about form. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about coach as a coach and coach as a father. And uh, that pretty much took up like 25 minutes. And then we opened up the floor to questions. At any point of the discussion, uh, because this happened in Boston, did coach get up and start shaking people's hands because he was so bored by the... uh, By the content of the discussion, uh, he didn't. He didn't okay. actually. Wow. He didn't get up until the audience started asking questions because mm-hmm. uh, I should have. I thought about this later. I should have had some plants in the audience to ask coach questions right. because, unfortunately, a lot of the questions were directed at Matthew um, from the audience. So then he did get up and he and he walked away. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, I was like, "Well, my my job's done, so I like I can't control the audience." Did uh, anybody in the audience ask really dumb questions? No, actually, um, I was happy because the first two questions were things that I had that uh, I wanted to discuss, but we uh-huh. just didn't have enough time. Yeah. Um, and, and Desmond, who um, who helped organize the event, Wilson, he's the coach there. He, he was like, well, we like really want to get out of here at eight. So, you know, we're already starting late and I didn't want to be like asking all of my questions right, and the right. audience doesn't get to ask anything. So I, I would say maybe the last question I thought was a little silly, but what was it? Um, they it was the, it, the classic question that's like from the let's run message boards that it was the slowest olympic final and like what do you say to your haters who say that this isn't like real competition and matthew was like i have a gold medal yeah exactly (laughs) that's what i say to that he brought it out of the case and probably put it around his neck and say (laughs) i don't have to really say too much so the other thing that i'll say is i did bring um so, you know, snacks are important. So I did bring, I brought sandwiches, but I brought a little box of snacks for Matt and Matthew of their favorite snacks. And when coach got up and, and left, he went over to the box and I, I know he likes blow pops. So I had like a whole <laughs> bag of blow pops in there for him and he opened up the bag and he, and he took one. And that was like a highlight for That's me. That's awesome. Cause I was like, I did something <laughs> coach liked, <laughs> but did you get credit for it? Uh, it doesn't matter. I know like in mm-hmm. my heart, I know. Well, I exchanged text message with Coach, and he said the event was a home run. 
That was a quote from him. Mm-hmm. So baseball, and, baseball reference. Yeah, <laughs> I think she she knows that. <laughs> I hope. Uh, so home run. Uh, Joanna was a home run. Uh, well organized. The coaches were very appreciative uh, appreciative to have this such a really good event uh, and uh, great response on selling the books and sold. I think they out, sold all of them. Yeah, sold out of the books. Yeah, I think we had about a hundred books. hundred books there. So I had to get a reorder from Chris. So. Great response from the Pace the Nation Nation and other uh, area folks. So thank you guys for, for uh, going out and making Joanna feel comfortable there. <laughs> uh, and no, great job. That that was uh, – I knew you would do a great job. I was giving you a hard time last week. I was just jealous that I wasn't going to be the one in the limelight. So I had to pro- <laughs> I had to project on I you. I know. It was kind of nice uh, to have the microphone to myself. Yeah, seriously. Maybe, maybe uh, Docs and I, maybe for the episode 100, we just – don't even show up and she just talks for an hour why you think i'm the one who's hogging the microphone (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point all right uh so it did snow um a little bit not not enough to really uh you know cause any problems on people's commute home from the event but you know what was nice about the snow it when i got home it showed me that somebody was trespassing oh on my property really yeah okay because I, I got home and, and I could see footprints everywhere. And now, did you, uh, they were human footprints? Yeah. Because you do have like a lot of foxes. And I have tons of animals. animals I, I like basically live and, in a zoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, what, what, did they go to your doorstep? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And they went around the house. Interesting. And it wasn't the mailman? No, because there was no mail there. It could have been the mailman. One track could have been the mailman, and the other track could have been the person stealing my mail. <laughs> my, my mailbox is out on the street. It's not up at the property. Huh. Wow, you're going to have to keep us updated. Yeah, uh, was everything in your house accounted for? When yeah, you I ha- I've actually had somebody break into the house before. Uh, they, they popped the windows and, and went in and, and unlocked all of the windows in the house while I was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what they realized was that it's not worth stealing anything from me. <laughs> right. So, um, and maybe maybe that's what this person did. They kind of peeked into the, the living room and the kitchen, and they were like, ugh. <laughs> no, not, yeah, this not is, much here to hit. This is this is not worth my time, right. yeah. The juice is not worth the squeeze in this house. Well, um, well, you, you'll have to keep us updated. And, yeah, do you want to borrow my camera? Yeah, maybe we'll have to you set have a up spy a camera. Nest. Yeah, because I'm trying to find that uh, dog bag person. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, when you find him, move that camera over to Docs, and mm-hmm. then, so you can keep us posted on that. But I know Joanna was excited by the snow event that you finally got. Um, was it all that you'd hoped for? No, because I didn't get a snow day. No. I Did know. you pack? We didn't close the stores. I know. <laughs> Did you pack three months worth of snow activities into <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, twelve and a half hours? Uh, even Luigi was pretty disappointed with the snow, Just and to- he and he loves snow too. Yeah. But in D.C., it was so, uh, it was like slush, really. So it was like maybe, I thought it was maybe a couple inches of accumulation. Yeah, maybe. That's, yeah, about right, like a couple inches. So no sledding. No sledding. No frolicking in the snow with your dog. You, you look at Brian Knight's um, Instagram, and he's got all sorts of frolicking with his dog. <laughs> well, because he lives in the country. Oh, that's true. So the country sounds like a guy. I do think it got more snow west where he lives yeah, in the country. they did, yeah. Hours and hours away. Well, I was uh, not disappointed. I was glad we actually did not have to close the stores. Uh, and, and you know, my flight was coming back in on Thursday. No problems there. So just a big, uh, a big dud. I, I truly think these guys just 
really trump up the chances of snow and these guys being the weather people because they just (laughs) really want it so bad because it's like such big news when it does happen so I think it's just. I know. Then they can they can actually uh, preempt Judge Judy right, and just right. tell us that uh, don't look outside. We will be the ones to tell you tell it's you snowing. Tell you what's going on. Yeah. yeah, they love it. They love it more than Joanna does. <laughs> That's and, true. And I think that they just probably hype it up just because they're so hopeful of an event. Hashtag fake news, Farley. Could be. I, I try to stay non, uh, you know, pretty down the middle and and not political on this. Well, uh, podcast, the hashtag but. fake news is not a. Uh, one side or the other okay. side. Everybody okay. uses that hashtag, so hashtag one way or the other. News, yeah. You can say hashtag fake news without offending anybody. I just, I truly believe these guys get so psyched, you know, all the local news stations and they, they send the, their, uh, uh, you know, their, their roving reporters to the worst parts. They should have sent them to Brian mm-hmm. Knight's backyard, I guess. Mm-hmm. They probably part, couldn't get there. <laughs> they probably couldn't. Worst parts of the, the wherever wherever the snow is, and it's just it just irritates me um, that right. they are so excited about it. All right. Well, sorry that other people have joy in their lives. <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, like, don't you think that the storm pattern changes? I mean, when they first made this prediction, but the yeah, storm but looked like... Never, Joanna, that's hashtag science. Farley's they, not interested. They never, they never backed off of it, though. Yes, storm pattern changes. So say they talked about this rain line. They, the, the rain line. What does the rain line mean? <laughs> And so they, they, they kept talking about the just rain fake line. terms, Farley. <laughs> the rain line. Fake science. But they just should have backed off and say, you know what? We whiffed. We made a mistake. The snow is going to be almost nothing unless you live way west. Well, well you know, when they... you're right almost half the time, <laughs> you're wrong almost half the time. Uh, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe there's something to that, Doc. Not, not to nitpick, but I, I do think that they said that. I don't know. I was following pretty closely on Twitter. While I was oh getting- okay well if that's where you're getting all of your news from <laughs> yeah well I, I I didn't see anybody back off any sort of statement so I wanted an right. apology I needed an apology from these weather prognosticators is what I was looking for that's the second time you've used this word <laughs> I know well when you learn a new word you have to use it ten right. times to own it yeah. yeah yeah well anyway so the snow really didn't cause too much trouble for for the local running which is the most important thing to me. I had a. I went running this week when I I got back Wednesday, and then I I, I ran Thursday I guess and uh, actually there was some pre- pretty slippery parts of the trail. I had to stay on the main trail. You couldn't really go off and go up the hills and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So I, yeah, there was a little bit of an effect. But well, on, on Thursday it was like everything was. It had melted and then became ice. Yeah, and we are broadcasting here Saturday the 18th. Um, mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think everything is sort of melting today as it gets into T- yeah, the 50s. Yeah, today was, uh, it's all gone. Yeah, but I, again, I, I don't like too much weather discussions because I associate Then why did you just go on it for 10 minutes? <laughs> I, I was talking about the weather people who get so excited to, to you know, make a, a fake weather event right. a, a news oh story. God. So. All right. So, uh, so moving on from that, we, you did mention your, your running. We wanted to touch on our running since we have uh-huh. some time today without a guest. Uh, Docs, it sounds like you got some runs in this week. Uh, how is the running going? How's the running going for you? I want to sign up for Pacers coaching. Okay. All right. Well, Joe, uh, Joe would probably take your, your take on this charity case. Take on, <laughs> take on, take on. Well, your, I, I uh, find challenge. that I find that like the last couple of weeks, I've just kind of been thinking, you know. 
I really need somebody to give me direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, just follow a plan. I've got this race, and I think in July that I'm that I'm shooting for, uh, where I'll run about 15 miles. And so basically, I want to get into like some sort of half marathon program. I think that should set me up pretty well. But I I, I just want. I want somebody to give me a program and keep me honest. All right. Well, we got two people at Pacers. We got Joe who could do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, maybe you just follow Joanna's program, just changing the pace and have Trip coach you. Because he's obviously um, committed to coaching her. And maybe we just copy and paste and give it to Docs. What do you think about that idea? I think that's a terrible idea to do <laughs> copy and paste somebody else's program. You should have a program that's tailored towards that's you. That's true. No, no, no question. But yeah. uh, may, you know, maybe he can copy and paste and make some tweaks along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll touch base with both of those uh, Pacers running coaches. What's the race in July? Tahoe Ragnar. Tahoe Ragnar. Who are you doing that with? My high school friends. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got to get him prepared. So we're we're another thing that we'll just have to uh, put a bookmark on and brainstorm on how to get Docs prepared for that July race. Uh, but we mentioned Trip and him coaching Joanna. Joanna did a workout this morning. How how'd that go? And how's the running going for you? Um, well, you know, I had a, a, a good St. Patrick's Day race. So yes. um, I, I'm, I'm still having like good runs. And this morning I did a 10 mile tempo, not quite the plan that Trip had for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Start a little too fast. A classic Joanna started mm-hmm. a little too fast, felt really good, thought like, oh man, today's like going to be a breakout day for me. Uh, and the last few miles were were a little rough, I'd say. I mean, I still met the overall goal that Trip had for the workout, but not uh, in the paces that he had. Yeah, wanted. generally, you're not, you are who you are. Uh, generally, you're not going to catch a flyer. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like I just, I feel like people do this all the time in marathons saying, whoa, I feel great today. I'm going to catch a flyer and run. 15 seconds faster per mile than I projected I could do. Than I ever could have. <laughs> than I ever could have. It just doesn't happen. Uh, but you were able to pretty much hold pace instead of the cut down that he wanted? Yeah. So my last mile, what like Trip wanted me to start above eight minutes per mile and then mm-hmm. finish at around 7.30. Um, and I instead kind of ran most of my miles around 7.45. And then my last mile was 7.27. All right. But, um, you know, I think he would have liked to have seen more of a progression down. down. Right. But I have, a, I have a really hard time with that because I, I feel like it's like a switch for me where I'm either like slower or like I'm on. Like I can't, that like breakdown or cut downs, they're really hard for me. What's the famous quote, uh, Docs? I got two speeds. Uh, that was Irving Fryer who said, I've got two speeds all out and sleep. <laughs> that's, uh, I, that's pretty appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Irving Fryer. Yeah. Good, uh, good memory there. I knew, yeah. I, I knew it, Docs had, had, had hit me to that, uh, that, uh, catchphrase, which I love. What? Hipped me too. It's just a funny phrase. That's all. Well, he had, <laughs> All right, let me say something different than no, no, leave it. Irving Fryer, I, I mm-hmm. would have, I would not have bet Irving Fryer would have come up on this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, he has. But this uh, is the third time we've talked about him. <laughs> it is, and he's going to be our surprise hundredth guest. <laughs> exactly. Um, half, half our audience doesn't know who Irving Fryer is, but God, yeah, you're can, so patronizing. Can, can continue. Um, yeah, so like in general, I think my writing is going well. Sometimes I like I really question my relationship with the sport Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's almost like uh you know like when you're you're in a relationship with a human being and there's like (laughs) there's there's really good times but then there's also like really bad times yeah like that's 
how I feel often with running. And I can't tell if I'm like in a, in a good relationship where I'm, I'm getting more out of myself and experiencing more, or if I'm just in an abusive relationship, sometimes I really just can't tell with running. All right. I was thinking about, this This is a weird question. I was thinking about this the other day, literally, I hadn't planned on talking about this and I like to stick to the agenda, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to go a little off script. If you died tomorrow, which is a horrible thought, just uh-huh. a terrible, awful yeah. thought, you got hit by a bus, right? right which yeah. is uh, which That's is not how I want to go. Which is awful. Would uh-huh. you regret all the time you spent running, or would you say, "Wow, I should have been spending my time doing X"? Or would you feel Ecstasy? like you know what, <laughs> <laughs> like being in a club? Uh, I mean, maybe that's what people would have thought. I think, you know? I think if you die young, sure, that's what you think. It's what you think. Like, yeah, I should, did I go waste all this time trying to be healthy when I get older? <laughs> right. I should have just been doing hard drugs and partying it up. If very, I was going to die at twenty-three, I, I think that could be a very typical response. What you just said, Docs. I don't know whether you feel that way or not, but I think that's a typical response. Uh, I feel like. Even though I did spend a lot of time trying to be healthy and running all that stuff, I feel like it was all still worth it, even though there are ups and downs and ebbs and flows with your relationship with running. How do you feel about that question? It's, you know, and you could go a different way. Bus, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, that was a little That was a little abrupt. Do you want a heroic death? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you know, for, for me, I didn't really get into running until I was honestly in college. And I... I don't think I regret anything when it comes to running because I don't really think that I understood hard work and preparation in, until honestly I got really into running. So I think that it's been really good for me. And when I think about in the beginning, like when I was like 10 and go for a run with my dad and I literally couldn't even go half a mile and I'd right. be like, oh, this is too hard, whatever, I give up. And then to think about like now where I'm doing 10 mile tempos and I, like, I never could have imagined that when I first started running. And and for me as a person who likes discipline and, and likes to see measured progress, I like I, I do love running and I think that it's it suits me well and I and I like that you put in hard work and you see results. It's just sometimes I wonder if I should be putting in hard work to see results in a different sport that suits me because I really do What's struggle. What different sport? Bowling? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that I was naturally better at some other sports than running. But, I, but let's be honest. Like most sports you stop doing when you become right. an adult. That's true. And, and I feel like I'm having deja vu to an episode, you know, 60, 70 episodes ago where we talked similar about this. But <laughs> I, I think that not about the bus stuff and dying, but, yeah. but mm-hmm. about running and relationship with running. And I think... All that is true, what you said, but even more important to that is the relationships you've built through running. Uh, you know, you're obviously your job is, is running. You're, you've got a widely successful podcast now. <laughs> right. But all those which things. Which is loosely based on running. <laughs> which is loosely based on running. But all those things are super positive about running as well, which are byproducts of actually going out and grinding and running every day. I, I agree with that. But also, you know, I've been unfit and I've been fit. Mm-hmm. And just like everything you do when you're fit is better. It's true. You know? That's true. So even if you were hit by a bus tomorrow, I'll stop with the bus. Even if actually, you died I- heroically saving Luigi from a house fire, uh, you saved Luigi, but you <laughs> perished. Uh, you would, <laughs> do you, you would, you would feel good about all your running that you've done. Yeah. And, and I think that I've, I've grown a lot as a person and, and learned a lot about myself from yeah. running and I probably wouldn't have if I had stuck with something. Bowling. Yeah. Bowling. Right. I, I can also tell you that, um, being super fit probably helps you survive getting hit by a bus. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's probably true. true. Yeah, that's true. 
All right. Well, of course, uh, my update on running. Oh, right. Yeah. Nobody asked, but I will share. (laughs) Uh, It's gotten increasingly more difficult. Two reasons. I travel all the time, it seems like. Mm -hmm. So on this uh, trip, I went to College Station, which is where Texas A&M is, where NCAAs were. Uh, You know, then I went to... Then I went to Florida to, to visit my in-laws and two travel days. I didn't run on either of the travel days, which is really frustrating. You can run in the airport like you used I sh- to. I used to. I used to be really dedicated. Uh-huh. To the Some airports have uh, gyms now. Yeah, with, with treadmills. that you, Yeah, I know that. I, I did not find those in either the Houston or Miami airports. Uh, I tell you, Houston would, is the worst airport in the nation. Definitely um, agreed. And for some reason, they the, the people who drive the people movers, yeah. you know, they they are the most obnoxious people on the planet. Like in Houston, for some reason, they drive around and they like try to hit people, and honk the horn, and get <laughs> right. out of the way. Yeah. It's like there's so many lazy people taking those things down there too. I, well, I is, just, that a, is that a mean thing to say? No, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how many I don't know how many fans we have in Houston, but uh, you you probably just turn them all off. But that's fine. I, I'm not a huge fan of Houston or Texas. So, uh, <laughs> wow. we probably, I mean, Texas is a big state, so I probably just offended a lot of those folks. Yeah, um, and me. I'm from Texas. <laughs> Sorry. I, I remember being in the Houston airport, and I just remember I couldn't find Coke products anywhere. It was like Pepsi all oh, over. So irritating. Yeah. Who, who cares about that? Who drinks soda? It's not good for you. I know. I actually haven't had soda in like a year, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, you don't drink Because much. you couldn't find it in the Houston airport? <laughs> right. I just, cold turkey, gave it up. Yeah, I uh, I was going to ask you. It's funny you mentioned that. I was I, I don't see you drink Diet Coke as much anymore. So you've given that up totally. Yeah, huh. it's just like really bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, another <laughs> tangent. Um, I, it's funny mm-hmm. you brought that up. This is something that really irritates. Let me just finish my running, and I got I got to bring up something that really irritates me. Uh-huh. Uh, You're not old enough to be social- <laughs> irritated by all this so- stuff. Social media wise. Uh, so running has become increasingly hard because Julie's starting to run now. Mm. So I'm watching the kid like this She's morning. training for Marine Corps, right? She's training for a marathon. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be Marine Corps. I think it's going to be Marine Corps. But so now that her running is taking priority, you know, I'm watching, watching the kid. Uh, so that's become more difficult. But I'm still trying to grind my way uh, to, to, to eight or so miles a day and try to find that marathon uh, later on this fall to break three hours so that's what my goals are i've got to i got to tighten up i think maybe i need a coach too well i tell you what farley this is going to be the year that uh, the streak ends for the second time <laughs> <laughs> all right you mentioned uh, you mentioned soda and not having uh, you know coke products and having pepsi products um I, I was on the 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 airport and on the airport i, I was i'm sorry i was on the airplane mm-hmm. and yeah. i was yeah, re- on the airport i was reading <laughs> i was reading my twitter timeline and because you paid ordering. 1995 for the Wi-Fi <laughs> and ordering uh, a Diet Coke while while the stewardess uh, came through, and I, I see somebody say something to the effect that feeling win, mm-hmm. and I got just I, and I, I I don't know why it 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 struck a chord with me or resonated with me at that mm-hmm. moment, but I was like. Uh, Really, kind of. I just probably because you didn't get your run in. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what that means or why people say that. So let me give you a for instance. I'm on the plane. We know it. I that that feeling when you order a diet coke and they only have diet Pepsi, for example. Yeah, um, that's a very that's real what, feeling. And that's what people tweet. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just get so irritated. It's very that meta, they, Farley. Whatever that means, it's whatever it means. It's irritating to me. I don't like people 
saying that feeling when or that you know you, you know when this happens they describe an event but they never actually describe their feeling well maybe that feeling would be i would assume in that instance they're describing a feeling of frustration because they don't have diet coke or disappointment or disappointment yeah just say i was disappointed if you want to tweet that tweet i was disappointed a- they didn't have diet coke on the plane yeah if but you, then you just sound like a curmudgeon complaining yeah. about something yeah well i don't like the feeling when you know what trying people, to be too people don't like you complaining <laughs> yeah. why well, I, I just think people are trying to be too like cool <laughs> I, they are they yeah. are trying to be too cool on twitter um also typically that phrase is used with a picture so like a picture is worth a thousand words so I think it's it's more often used like that feeling when and then it'll be a picture right. that that captures an emotion. So, you know, you could have like a really disappointed okay. puppy or something and it could be that feeling when you order a Diet Coke and there's only Diet Pepsi and then it's like a really sad puppy. All of Joanna's emotions are <laughs> are puppies. Yeah. <laughs> sad, happy, excited uh-huh. puppy. Yeah. Should be like it's it's like a puppy uh, that just got a treat. Right. Or yeah. it's like a puppy that is cold outside. Or that picture or the the video of Luigi that's on my Instagram of him going crazy in Yards Park. That could be like that feeling when your crush answers your text. You know, like yeah. that that could that's how it could be. I used. just see that that that's a that's a better example. That feeling when your crush answers your text. Like that's what I see too often. Uh, on on, on Twitter. I mean it's just you 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 have to admit it's just it's just irritating and it's it it screams millennial and you know mm-hmm. millennials like this buzzword that we've talked about in the past and mm-hmm. uh, had a lo- lengthy discussion with Joe Joe Schultz about it but it's just it just say what you want to say don't you know uh, don't all right can i break this down a little bit say. yes please all right you like i said before this is the second time i said this on the show you're you're too young to be complaining this much you, right. you need to be an older man all you right know, I, sitting I on am, your porch I with am. your best days behind you even john finney didn't complain this much <laughs> i know you're right i yeah. am a little get off my lawn today all right fine yeah. uh secondly the reason why you were so irritated when you were on the airplane is because you didn't get your run in that day you, you uh, and that's another that. that's another it. benefit of running that we didn't discuss about uh, but like everything seems to be uh, a lot easier in life. Like you, you're you're much more relaxed. You you're you go with the flow more when you get your run in because you're tired. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. So you don't have the energy to care about things. Yeah, the so only that, happy person on this podcast today is Joanna because she got a run. She got a run in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're onto something, Docs. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is I'll give you a little bit of uh, credit that I think that. Um, the that feeling when yeah. might be a played out phrase. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, like it, it's it's a crutch. I think sometimes now. Thank you. See, he art- I was so angry I couldn't articulate it well, so he mm-hmm. did did that for me. It was played. Well, out. I don't get upset if somebody does it. I just think like, <laughs> but like to your other point, like like it's. I think it's okay to to tweet that feeling when. Uh, they only have Pepsi and you want Coke. Right. You know, that's fine if you phrase it like that. If you tweet, I wanted a Coke and they only had Pepsi, I'd be like, why did you bother to tweet that? That's yeah. such a waste of everybody's time. I'm so, I'm a, like, I only have uh, precious <laughs> few hours left till that bus hits me. <laughs> right. I don't have time to read that kind of comment, you know? 
<laughs> well, and I and I think that social media allows all of this connection with a larger community, right? So when you have a moment like that, when you're feeling disappointed and you want to express that disappointment to somebody, like on the plane, you're not going to turn to the person next to you and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that they don't have True. Diet Coke. So you can turn to this, this built-in community that's on the internet and then like somebody else is probably feeling the same way or felt the same way that you did. So they like get it. They're like, oh, I know that feeling. Well, I disagree so it's like, with you, I think it's like a sharing of the human experience. Right, but I disagree with you. You you should be able to turn to the person next to you in real life. Oh, well, if you're sitting next to me on a plane, don't, because I don't want to talk. <laughs> See, she, she's as curmudgeonly as the rest of us. I know. I knew it. I have a hard time on airplanes because I, I, I get headaches and I can't hear. So people talk to me in airplanes. I just, I can't hear what they're saying. So mm-hmm. it's just, I don't like it. Well, my, my whole point is that uh, people need to disconnect a little bit more Farley yeah. and <laughs> talk to people in the dog park. All right. Last thing I'll complain about. And I, maybe I Another won't. Another one? No, this is it. This <laughs> I, right, I tease this. I tell you what. In our next hundred episodes, Farley will be limited to one complaint per five episodes. <laughs> I, I, I will no longer complain about people tweeting me or texting or emailing me uh, things that about running. Go ahead. You green light that go ahead and send me all of those things you want there are two stories that i got probably 50 times this past week one was the guy in london oh who raced the subway who raced the subway the tube yeah I, do you I, think i didn't see that all right i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, yeah I, I, I didn't you. see it until i saw it on on twitter so the fact that they mentioned you on that was how i saw it. okay all right so the, I, I will take that back i apologize for everybody yeah. who sent that to me i appreciate you sending it to me uh, the other one was... No, he doesn't, but do it anyway. <laughs> the other one... And these are two positive stories, actually. Uh, so uh-huh. we'll, 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 we'll turn around to a positive spin here. Uh, the other one was the, the woman in Seattle who was attacked uh, oh, on yeah. a 10-mile run and fought off the attacker and got the, the better of the attacker, locked him in a bathroom, and then uh, waited for police to come. And he was uh, put in jail, uh, and, and he... Uh, didn't ultimately i mean she walked away with a few bruises mm-hmm. um and, and scrapes on her face and and arms but incredible that she fought off an attacker so i'll start with that one i did you, i'm sure you guys saw that story because it was uh tweeted at us or nope i didn't see oh, that you one. didn't all right all right, all right. I, I stand corrected tweet away send them to us uh but that was a huge story really cool story a woman in seattle was running a, a long run uh, I think she ran by a bathroom, stopped in the bathroom, and then uh, he was he was hi- he was waiting like he was hiding in one of the stalls. Hiding in the one of the stalls, and then she said, "Not today!" Curse word, curse word, not today. Kept, kept screaming that, fought him off uh, using some like jiu-jitsu, like <laughs> I don't know, karate moves, and you know probably the guy outweighed her uh, by you know twenty to thirty pounds, forty pounds, something like that. But she basically kicked his tail it was pretty awesome uh then locked him in the bathroom and called the authorities and police arrested him so really cool story uh because you hear all these you hear you know every year you hear a story of somebody being you know you know attacked on a a trail locally or or somewhere here in the country and usually they don't end as as happy endings like that uh so pretty cool story there uh, the other story was the the guy running uh, from one tube station in London to the next one. Um, and you've probably seen the video o- online mm-hmm. where uh, he opens the, the subway door or the metro door or what they call it a tube. The I tube. Guess, the tube door. Uh, runs out, 
of, of the station, runs outside, runs to the next station, and he's got a camera on himself. They've got a camera inside the tube uh, train car, runs inside the next station that's close by, or you know maybe maybe a quarter mile away or look like a quarter mile to me, uh, maybe maybe a little less, R- runs down into the underground station and makes it on that train before the train leaves that station. So he basically outruns or 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 makes it just in in the same amount of time as the uh, as the two uh, the same amount of time that the tube goes. Pretty cool uh, video, and I got some tweets asking. Uh, me if we could do that here in dc and we'll talk more about that on our tweets episode okay we'll talk more about that on our tweets episode <laughs> i'm not sure it's possible farley when we were in heidelberg we went to the train cha- we got to the train station in heidelberg and heidelberg's in germany that's correct okay all right you were we, we were i've been i've been all over the world with docs we uh-huh. were in london we were been mm-hmm. in germany you know a few places yeah, so. all over the world uh, uh- <laughs> Holland. <laughs> yeah, another place that's all over the world yes. and not just Europe. Right. Okay. Um, right. When, when we were in Heidelberg, we got to the train station and we asked, how do we get to the castle? And they said, okay, you need to take the bus number 10. And there's actually two, tra- two bus sta- stops for bus number 10, and it does a loop around the city. And so when it's going in one direction... Uh, was one bus stop, and the other direction, which is like two, three stops until you get downtown to to the castle, mm-hmm. was the other bus stop. We got on the wrong, the the wrong bus. <laughs> I do station, remember that? And we took like it took like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to do that loop to just get right back, back to, to where the we to were. where we started. So irritating. And, and while we were on that bus, there were these high school girls that got off the bus. Went to a kiosk or, you know, what, I don't know, not a kiosk, but right. they, they went to like some street vendor, ordered food, right. <laughs> and then walked over to another bus stop and got on the same exact bus because this bus was so slow and so circular. Um, so I, I saw something even more impressive than running from one <laughs> spot to the other. I saw, I saw these meal. kids order a meal yep. and get back on the bus, the same bus. Yeah. No, it was... Uh that was very irritating. I was thinking that uh, we could have gone for a run in that hour and a half. No, you, we ran in the morning that day. Oh, we did? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that, that, uh, I, I'm not sure it could be done here. The, the uh, tube in, in uh, London, I think maybe the stops are closer together. I don't know. If if you know of a place where that can happen in D.C., uh, let well, us know. And I think we'll people were it. suggesting could, couldn't it happen from like Virginia Square to Clarendon? All right. Well, we could we could try. I I, I think that's a little too far, but I don't know with the single tracking or and how ba- long it Ballston takes. Ballston to Virginia Square. All right. I, I would I would love to try. I would love to try. So thank you for tweeting that story in. All right. I mentioned at the beginning of the show that one of our listeners has now become part of a podcast. Uh, because he was inspired by us. So congratulations, Who? guys. Yeah. Uh, it's Carter. Uh, he's a loyal listener to the program. He's listened prolific to all... Prolific tweeter. Prolific tweeter. He's listened to all 97 episodes. I'm sure mm-hmm. he's listened to 98 as well. Uh, inspired by Pace the Nation, he reached out to his local podcast. He works in the boating industry up in Rhode Island. Okay. He fixes boats. Uh, and so he re- reached out to a local podcast in Rhode Island, and I think they talk about you know boating because that's big up there in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they call it boating? No, I think they call it something, mm-hmm. something else. He works on like vessels, s- like sailing. Uh, yeah, he works on sailboats. He fixes them up. Okay. 
unlike his cousin, I mean, I'm Carter's cousin. Um, he actually is is pretty handy, uh, a pretty handy guy. He can work a, a saw and a so screwdriver his, so his, and a hammer. His podcast is about sailing. Well, it's 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 more about Rhode Island, okay. uh, and it's an existing podcast. And he reached out to the group who was doing it, and he's going to be the third host. Oh. And he had his first podcast last week, and he said it went well. He only he said he only screwed up. Um, he said once. He said, "You guys don't screw up at all." We is, never do. No. Yeah. Is his yeah. show live? I uh, know it's a, it's edited. So how does he screw up? <laughs> That's a good question. Because they don't have somebody who who uh, puts lipstick on the pig after the show. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we've inspired him. We've inspired him. He he loves the show, and now he's he's uh, got a podcast on his own. He, Farley, is this episode going to be titled "Pat Ourselves on the Back"? <laughs> yes, <laughs> or me either that or me uh, complaining. Uh, so, congratulations, Carter. I, I don't know the name of the episode because you know I didn't listen that closely. I was working the floor when he called me about it and mm-hmm. kind of in a rush. But mm-hmm. I'm glad he did, and I'm glad. Also, he we're not in the business of advertising other people's. That's podcasts. true. Uh, one mention. That's it. Just yeah. one mention, and and. Well, I mean, that's like, all it gets. We, we want you to know that he's doing one, but we don't want you to listen to no, it. No. We want you to listen <laughs> exactly, to our podcast. Exactly. If you only have time for one podcast, mm-hmm. we've already gone over that with Wilson. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of. Super fans of the show. Uh, Doc's had a couple super fans reach out to him. I was a little surprised that these guys, they're not local. Um, now they're, they're, they're big fans of the show. We're, we're building an audience in, in California. Love I think it. that they might stop listening if we call them super fans. Okay. All right. Uh, well, well I, I, I said that, not Doc's. Yeah. Yeah. I do get text messages. And, and I will say, uh, Banks, Chris Banks, one of my high school teammates, yep. uh, used to be star runner at star Princeton. Star runner at yeah. Princeton was a local road racer here. Yep, he loves to text me when it's late in California, so it's very late on <laughs> the East Coast. Like I'll get like a, a text message and I'll be like, "What is this?" And he's just giving me podcast feedback, and I should be happy about it, but um, I I go into Farley mode and I'm like, "That just woke me up." Right. <laughs> Uh, that so that's awesome. So thank you for listening to Showbanks. Love mm-hmm. that. He has a lot of suggestions. I pass them on. <laughs> uh, they they get into the uh, circular file. Uh, no, I'm sure we <laughs> listened to, to some of them. And, and also, you have another high school teammate. Yep, Conway wrote me and was talking about episode one. So I think he's gone back and wow. back to the beginning. Oh, wow, rough. Yeah, star runner at Notre Dame, Mike uh-huh. Conway. Yeah, awesome to have these two. These these guys are legit. Runner, so we have yeah. resonated not with just the local crowd, but you know the the guys who are you know yeah I hate, our age twenty three years old ish. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hate those guys too because they'll like take six months off from running oh, and then they'll be like, hey, well, I haven't run. I only run like once every six months, so I jumped into a ten miler. I won it. I ran fifty two <laughs> minutes, and exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I can't do five miles in fifty two minutes. You know, right. like, and I work hard every day. Um, where in California are they? In the Bay Area. Oh, so maybe we take the podcast on a, on a, uh, trip. a trip out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I then could, up to Alaska. I yeah, absolutely. While while we're at it, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't uh, I don't hate that idea for sure. Um, one more star runner who is a big fan of the show, and then you know I know there's a lot of a lot of folks who don't get you know specific call outs, but uh, just doing three here. Um, uh, Jerry Greenlaw tweeted uh, or emailed me. Greenlaw? He tweeted that he really enjoyed uh, the episode with uh, John Finney Jr. 
loved the whole thing, uh, literally stopping on his run, laughing out loud. <laughs> so when we can stop someone on their run, especially mm-hmm. a, a guy who's probably clipping off 630 miles, uh, really enjoy that. He um, wait, wait, that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to inspire people to run. <laughs> that's true. And now we're just talking about elite runners. No, no, we're trying to inspire people to run. And now you're excited that we have people stop <laughs> in the middle of their run. That's true. I think I'm ex- I'm excited to actually move them. To Our a format point. is broken. We need to we need to be less entertaining so right. that people get a better run. That's that's probably true. No, I, I'm excited. I can't to, help it, guys. I, I just cannot help being entertaining. How entertaining you are. I just like I, I just want to move them to that emotion. It's great. So uh, thanks to those guys for 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 uh, listening and giving us the positive feedback. If there's nothing that we there's nothing we don't like more than positive feedback. To feed our uh, egos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then talking about it for 20 yeah, minutes. And then exactly. Trust me, nobody's <laughs> going to be writing in and saying, I really enjoyed the love fest. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, I was at uh, College Station this uh, past week uh, at NCAA's. NC- the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championship meet was held uh, at College Station, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching the kid while Julie was coaching. The kid? Uh, all, uh, James. I, I'll mm-hmm. spare you all the details. I mean, there were some pretty dicey, hairy moments. One that uh, you walk up to the to the gate and you got to buy a ticket. And they're like, well, that stroller and that uh, diaper bag is not coming in. And I'd already <laughs> walked, you know, about a half mile with, with James and the stroller and everything. So I said, all right. Well, the stroller and the diaper bag, if they're not coming in, they're going to stay outside. And I just kind of left them outside. I was not going to walk back to my car and put them, mm-hmm. put them away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd forgotten a couple of things that I needed um, for uh, uh, to change them. So fortunately, they handed out a uh, mat that you sit on mm-hmm. so I could change him on that. Uh, so instead of... The- and then somebody else has to sit on it later? Well, no, it was it was your no, it was it was it was your own that you could keep. So it was like they mm-hmm. they were handing out these seat cushions, so I could keep the actual seat cushion. So I changed uh, him on the seat cushion, and they had family restrooms at uh, the college station. Good. Oh, track. you do you love those? Oh, love the family quick, restrooms. Quick question. Yeah. Why do you have to bring the baby to attract me? Why not just go do something culturally with the kid? Yeah, I was really interested. Yeah, it's a good question. I was really actually interested in the in the races, and I'm a I am a track fan, and you know the the, the meet is one of the best meets in the country uh, every year, best indoor meets in the country every year. They've got you know internationals. Uh, they they had uh, you know Edward uh, Scissors Hands Ch- Chesarek um, <laughs> win a couple events he's the, the stud from Oregon uh-huh. so yeah it's a really good meet uh, so I uh, decided to do that and there's not much else to do in uh, College Station I've already made my stance on where how I feel about Texas well my grandfather went to Texas, Texas A&M. A&M so yeah. I hate you home of the 12th man no enjoyed Texas A&M um, it, it, we, had, we had a good time uh, also at the meet saw uh, local uh Yorktown, former Yorktown standout, Kelly Hart, she came up and said hello to me. She runs for Notre Dame now, and uh, she was part of the all-run Washington team a couple years ago, ran the DMR for Notre Dame, so it was great to see her. Great that she uh, uh, recognized me and and said hello. So really cool time, good meet out there. So that was my – that was the reason why I wasn't uh, at the – at the store or at the mm-hmm. like father like son this event this week. What was your what was your reason for being gone, Docs? 
I went skiing with my nieces. Oh, nice. It was a, an uncle's weekend for them. So former hosts. Former hosts, yeah. yeah. And they could drink out of the, the milk carton and the orange juice bottle because it was uh, uncle's weekend. Wow. No <laughs> rules. No rules. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was fun. We they, On the mountain, they had this, uh, this one, like a race course where you do a little bit of a slalom and they time you. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, so and it was it was cool just to go skiing anyway, but that was my favorite part was was racing. Did you get any runs done when? Nah, nah. It's hard to run. I did. I got runs down the mountain. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. It is hard to to actually do any running when you're at the ski slopes. Yeah. Um, and I didn't run on my travel days either. No, actually, <laughs> that's not true. I ran before I flew up there. You did. Yeah. Well done. Where Where did you go? Uh, Breckenridge in Colorado. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Wow, I thought you just went to like uh, a local, you know, Harrisonburg slope. Nice. Massanutten? Yeah, Massanutten. That's right. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask if it was mostly ice or if it was real snow, but. It was real snow. Real it snow snowed the first day we were there. And it, the timing was great because the last day, the, the day we left, it never even froze overnight. So, like, I think the conditions were terrible after mm. we left. So it, it kind of worked out pretty well. Well, I'm uh, appreciate you guys uh, making the time for this this show. And before we get out of here, we got to uh, get to um, Joanna's uh, travel slash car update. Uh, I don't know whether I teased this or not. At the you beginning. mean a transportation update? Yeah, for transportation update. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. not travel. Yeah. Uh, so she's got her new car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's that working out, Joanna? Yeah. Well, it's finally inspected and registered in DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's all legal now. Uh huh. Skip to the good part. (laughs) So uh, so I I parked my car in the street and uh, I've had a few weird things happen when I get into my Uh car in the morning. Uh, So the first was there was this one time I get into my car and the rear view mirror is like all askew. Mm -hmm. And I think I might have mentioned this on the show before. And I I sort of assumed that I I let Luigi jump out through the... um, driver's side door so i was like Mm -hmm. oh like maybe when he was going from the back to the front he like knocked the mirror Mm -hmm. so i was like all right whatever and then um like a few days later i get into my and like there's nothing in my car because i don't put anything in my car because i park in the street i don't want somebody Mm -hmm. to be like oh it looks like good stuff in there and break in sure and also like i i'm a minimalist so i like tidy places (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and i get into my car and and on the passenger's side there's a, a neat little stack of subway napkins. Right. You're not a subway. <laughs> no, like, I yeah. I don't think I've been to subway and, since college. Right. And can we stop saying that word? Can we just say a <laughs> right a national, sandwich place, a, 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 a national sandwich shop? Sandwich shop. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's like the stack of napkins, and I know I know that I didn't leave them there. I know that they weren't there. Interesting. Um, yeah. My my dad cleaned out the car before he gave it to me, and then I cleaned it when I first got it. So mm. I was like, oh, okay. because his cleaning was insufficient. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so my first reaction at this point in not time, a good cleaner for me. <laughs> not, 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 not a strong suit. No. Um, Remember all the dust on that clock he oh, gave us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was pretty dusty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. He he told me that he got it from Wally World, and I didn't know what that was. The car? No, no, no. Oh no, the, the clock. clock. Oh, okay. Wait, Wally World, like we're um from vacation? No, no. Wally World is Walmart in my dad's speak. Oh. Wow. Uh, well, Wally World was where um, Chevy Chase took his family in the original vacation. Well, I th- I didn't movie. I I never heard anyone refer to Wall- Sorry, Walmart Walmart as Wally World. Parks closed. <laughs> but he also uh, he also calls um, Home Depot Home Depot uh-huh. okay. and Target Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then probably Kroger K. Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so back to the napkins issue. Uh Um, So at this point, I think either, well, I don't know how Docs would be messing with me, but I'm like, somebody has to be messing with Mm me. Docs is the first one to come mm -hmm. to mind for sure. So I I like text everyone I know and like nobody fesses up to this. I also don't know how somebody would get into my car because there's only two keys and like one of the keys I have and the other key is like hidden in my bedroom in case I like lock myself out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So nothing like weird happened for a little bit and then um i i didn't drive my car at all during the sn- the snowstorm right mostly because i just didn't want to clean it off and like have to parallel park and like ice so i just left it there so the other morning i get into my car and the um passenger side like uh what do you like the mirror thing what mm-hmm. do you call that uh passenger side mirror the visor the visor oh, okay. thing is is down and like number mm. one i i don't have any passengers in my car and like number two i never move those things and they're not loose they're they're very tight so it wouldn't have gravity would not have no so I, I and every time these things happen i like look at like just stare at these things i'm like how is this possible mm-hmm. so um and this, nothing's stolen in the car well there's nothing to take but yeah nothing is stolen i thought somebody took a cd we're getting to that docs mm, whoa <laughs> so, get to it quicker <laughs> so last night um, hurry this up <laughs> yesterday i drove to navy yard and then i drove home so i was i left the store around nine so like nine o'clock i'm driving home and i was listening to a cd because my mom gave me all my high school cds so it's called way enough mm-hmm. which is what you say in rowing when you want to stop so that's the CD that I'm listening to last night. I get I get home, I get out of the car, and then this morning I, I get into the car and I drive to do my workout. And then when I get into the car after the workout, I was like, oh, I should like listen to my music, right? And I go to press CD and it says no CD. And I was like, wait, what? And you're sure it was in there? Well, I'm positive because I was in the car like less than 12 hours ago listening to the CD. Weird. So then I was like, all right, maybe I was like really tired last night and I put it back into the case and I go through the case and it's not in there. Was the case gone? No, the case is there. The case is there. Mm -hmm. There's just this one CD missing. Mm -hmm. How would somebody be getting in your car? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Easy. Um... And my, my room, so both, and Tripp had suggested that perhaps my roommates are messing with me. They, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're pranksters anyway, but they're mm-hmm. gone this weekend. So they definitely are not messing with me. Uh, well, Tripp is the prankster. So he's the one that's doing it. First of all, second <laughs> right, of all, right. If it's um, not Docs, it's Tripp. Remember, remember, let's, let's go back to a recent tweets episode when I uh, made a statement about, boy, you really shouldn't be tweeting a picture of your car out there. <laughs> yeah. And I Farley's like, What's, what bad could come of that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that because I do remember saying that. Yeah, Farley, tomorrow's word of the day is yeah. vindication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got another question here. Yeah. Is there any uh, places you can make keys close to Navy Yard? Uh, not that I know of. Because I, I, would, I would see... You'd need an original key to make keys. Yeah, but I, w- I would see her leaving her keys... In Navy Yard, and somebody quickly going to a key locksmith place. Do you think? Do you think that somebody has like some Play-Doh, and then they just make an indention? Of <laughs> Can you key? do that? Well, that's what they always do in spy movies. Yeah, nah, that's fake, fake stuff. Um, but I, I would think that somebody might take the key, get a copy done quickly, and then it's got to be somebody messing with you. Somebody mm-hmm. would vandalize the car or no, get it's, something. It's easy. It's easy to break into a car. Uh, so somebody somebody knows how to break into your car, See, I, and I, they're basically living in your car, <laughs> and they're bringing dates back and getting oh busy God, in your car. Oh She's horrified. <laughs> uh, wow, 
I, I just thought it was a, a prankster with, uh, but it, no, it's but why would it, why would a stranger yeah. just like break into my car? I don't understand. How much do you pay for rent, Joanna? Rent is expensive. If you could yeah. like live in other people's cars every night, but they would pick another car. Well, I I honestly don't. It's not dr- a big car. I don't drive. Yeah, that's true. It's a very tiny. Maybe they're a tiny person. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be. And I don't drive it very often. I maybe once a week, sometimes twice a week. Wow. So maybe they eyed the car in the neighborhood that was sitting there. For like um, five days, five straight. days in a row. Yeah, broken. Yeah, maybe they're very they're very um, thoughtful, I guess, because yeah. they they don't steal anything and they don't make a mess, except for a CD. For, except for that CD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think Docs, your your theory is a little better than mine because mm-hmm. if it was a prankster who made a copy of the key, they would do funny things i would fill it up with i would fill it up with uh, popcorn right right. but this is this is almost for a prankster this is like a very like psychological game right Right. because these are just very small things subtle yeah and Mm. like an average person might not notice them but because like i i do it could be a listener of the show who just wants to be mentioned (laughs) maybe well i'm sufficiently freaked out listener who i think it is it's sandwich todd think about it sandwich napkins (laughs) (laughs) right you're on, on to something. Yeah, uh, hasn't got a lot of play on the show recently. Right. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get he's trying to get, get mentioned. back in the fold. Yeah, it could could be. We're on to you, Sandwich he, Todd. He, he lives in D.C., I believe. Um, well, one question about the CD. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. need to turn the car on to eject nope. the CD? Nope. No. No. Okay. So they don't necessarily have to have a key to the car. Has the mileage changed? Has somebody been driving your car? No. Well, you don't know that. They might have Ferris Bueller'd it and, and put it in reverse. <laughs> yeah, there you to, go. To put the that doesn't back. work. <laughs> I know. It didn't work in Ferris Bueller either. Uh, all right. Well, that is that is quite a, a crazy uh, story. You got. I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm befuddled. I don't know what to, what to think too. of it. Me <laughs> too. All right. Well, keep us updated. Hopefully, it's, um, hopefully it's just a funny prank prank that's and not if, really funny and if you if it is a prank let me and farley know privately yeah <laughs> yeah uh, exactly and if you have any ideas on what joanna could do uh don't put that out on twitter but but send her a note privately as well if you have suggestions because if you put it out on twitter then then the person's gonna see it yeah, that's true <laughs> all right this podcast of course is sponsored by pacers running Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey. Seven Palmer Square up there in Princeton, New Jersey. And, of course, this podcast is brought to you by the new book, Like Father, Like Son. Uh, It's in Pacers Running stores uh, now, so go buy uh, any of your local Pacers Running store and purchase your own copy. All right, guys, episode number 98 in the books. We got through the whole episode without talking any March Madness. I know, Joanna, you're excited about that. I didn't sign up this year. Oh, I know. You didn't even fill out a bracket. Well, I was traveling, and then I meant to fill one out, but then I had to to do all this work, you know? That's true. Well, the listening audience, please root on the Virginia Cavaliers as they take on Florida today. That happened two days ago, (laughs) and I'm sure that Virginia lost. All right. All right, that's William E. Docs, and for Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.
had a story that inspired my get on with it. When I was when I was in England, this was the funniest thing I ever saw, um, and it was all about like somebody playing playing it off, you know. Yeah. And my my friend Sarah, her husband had uh, retired from soccer. He played he played soccer professionally over there, and he had retired, and he was going to business school, mm-hmm. and so she got him like retirement presents, basically um, a series of things for you know, for, for, for going into business. So he opened it, it was a dress shirt. He opened up a tie. And so it was me, uh, and then, uh, two or four other people, but two, two, uh, women who were twins. And so he picks up a box. He'd already opened the shirt. He'd already opened the tie and he's got a box. that's about this size. And like, as he picks it up, uh, one of the girls, she goes cufflinks, <laughs> like, like just, she was excited to guess what it was. And then everybody kind of looked at her and and she realized oh i made a mistake like saying that but rather than like apologizing or anything like that she just doubled down she's like get hurried up you know like <laughs> and it was so funny like the way she said it and all that like she recognized that she made a mistake but rather than and i thought that like that's what i really appreciate appreciate about like british humor as well <laughs> is like she just doubled down on it you know 